Susul. Hello and welcome to Under the Plum Bob. I mean, you know who we are. You know what we do. We waffle on about The Sims once a week, usually on Wednesdays, mostly on Wednesdays, only on Wednesdays. Whatever. My point is, we're here to talk at you again about The Sims, and today we're doing something new. We are not going to be talking about building or gameplay or lore. Today's theme, my dear children, is nostalgia. Today, we have myself. I'm Ava. Hi, I'm Marissa. Oh, hello. I'm Vanity. So today, like I said, we're doing something different. We're going to be talking about Sims Nostalgia, and this episode has rules. It has one rule. We're going to be playing the hydration game again, but the main rule for today is we ha- we do not mention The Sims 4. At all. If you mention anything Sims 4 related, you take a drink. That's the way it works. I mean, I think that y'all should take drinks. Like, not y'all, like, in my hosts, but y'all, like, in the Yeah, every time we mention The Sims 4, you have to take a drink of water. In your office, yeah, or or car, please let it be water. If it's, like, Saturday night and you are, like, at home, chilling, relaxing, having a good time, you know, maybe throw in a little tequila, a little, uh... Irish up that coffee. It's fine. Just, you know, drink responsibly. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Please drink responsibly, like every Bud Light commercial says. Also, we still keep the rules of Team Tangent, so if we go off on a tangent, you will also yeah, be Yeah, maybe it should just be water then. We do have quite a wide topic today, so I, I think it might be a bit more difficult to go on, ta- on tangents. Stop talking about owls. I'm pretty sure that's a tangent. <laughs> Fine, okay. If we talk about owls, we take drinks. Owls do freak me out, though, because they turn their heads all the way around, and Aww. I don't like it. All I'm thinking is the owl theory from the staircase right now. Oh, right. Anyway, anyway, let's not talk about owls, you guys. Come on. <laughs> Hold on. One more thing about owls. Anybody see Rockadoodle? No. Unfortunately, no one? I have. Rockadoodle, those owls terrified me because they wanted it to be dark. Man, you want, so you like, think Rockadoodle owl is bad? Have you seen The Secret of Nim? You want to see Scary Owl? Fucking watch The Secret of Nim. I don't know what it is. Dumb blues and fucking owls, man. Jeez. The movie traumatized me as a kid. Are you really talking about owls? <laughs> we are talking, talking about owls. I'm sorry. All right, hang on. Sip, sip. Yep, sip, sip. sip. All right, we got it out of our system. It's fine. <laughs> no more owls. Water. All right. <laughs> well, m- mine's coffee, but whatever. Okay, guys. Wavy nostalgia line. <laughs> <laughs> Insert TARDIS noise here. We are going back. The year Ooh. is 2000. <laughs> is that your TARDIS noise? <laughs> oh, my God. That's kind of what it sounds like. Like, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> yep, that is, what it, that is absolutely what it sounds like. Nailed it, Mars. Nailed it. <laughs> Best TARDIS noise I've ever heard. Can you do the sonic screwdriver? Uh, what? Oh, I don't remember what that one sounds like. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I'm such a like a fair weather friend of Doctor Who. I really like it. I just haven't seen very much of it. Sorry. 
Oh man! I just made I a bunch cried. of people scream. I'm sorry. I used to watch it religiously until after David Tennant left. I watched a couple of the Matt Smith episodes. I couldn't get into it again after that. I know I'm terrible, but same. I that's exactly how I feel. Yep. You have to get past Clara, which I like her, but you got to get past her a little bit because you have to get to Capaldi and fucking Bill. Capaldi and Bill are gold. They're amazing. And I love Bill. As soon as Moffat took over as head writer, I was just like, ah, no. Just the whole River Song and everything. I was just I like, liked River Song. Stop it. Fuck is this? I met her. And Barrowman. Okay, but he's great, though. Mm, he's amazing. John Barrowman is fantastic. He is. I met him, and I met my favorite, who is Catherine Tate. I love her to pieces. Catherine Tate is a queen. She is a goddess. You fucking show respect to Catherine Tate. Guys, go ahead and take another drink real quick. Back on the tangent train. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. We can do this. So where was I? The year is 2000. The world did not end. Y2K was not a thing. Because we got one of the greatest computer games of all times. It was The Sims 1. And that was my first. That's how I got into the series. Which brings me to my first question. How did you guys get into The Sims? You know, I'm so glad that we're kind of doing this. Because... This was like our first episode was us talking about Sims 1 and Sims 2. And it's so nice to talk about this with like proper microphones and setups and not just like... <laughs> this girl said proper microphones. <laughs> you know, like we actually have a nice setup. So please don't listen to that first one. Just listen to this Hey, one. no, it has some jewels in there, okay? And we have since found our groove, so... For sure, for sure. We're in it. We're in the groove. Yes, groove. yes, groove. Yeah. Cowplant Groove. Groove is in the heart. Groove is in the heart. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> so I started same, Ava. I started with Sims 1. I was in, must have been kindergarten or first no, grade. baby. Yeah, I was a little baby. Kindergarten? Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people that my grade matched up with my year. So in first grade, it was 2001 to 2002. In second grade, it was 2002 to 2003. You know what I mean? So I graduated high school in 2012. So I was, yeah, in <laughs> kindergarten or first grade, my brother or sister would play it. So I don't think I was really like allowed to use a computer by myself, and I didn't even know how to turn it on. You know, this was back when we had to wait 10 years for a computer to turn on. So I remember just sitting on like a dining room chair, like next to the computer and like watching my sister and my brother play like Civ and Roller Coaster Tycoon and all those. And Sims was one of them. And then I think I played, actually played Sims for the first time when I was like in third grade. And it was literally like, you know, my sister would be playing Sims, then go, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to go in my room. And she would just leave the game up. And I'd be like, oh, and I would scoot over to the office chair and I would start messing around and probably, you know, killed every Sim or just stayed and created a Sim for three years because I didn't know how to play. But it was really fun. I really, really liked it. You know, that was it. And then, you know, Sims 2 was kind of the same. I just played it with my family. But Sims 3 was was when I actually, like, played it myself. That's so cute. I could just imagine, like, little baby Marissa going, like, shiny. Press all the buttons. Oh, yeah. Just big curly hair. Because my mom didn't know how to do my hair. So I always had huge big curly hair and just, like, pressing computer buttons. Like, not even touching the ground with my little feet. Just bloop, bloop, bloop. Getting them all sticky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kids are always sticky. 
As a teacher, yes, kids are always sticky. Hmm. I was not an infant. <laughs> you just you just sprung fully formed from the womb. <laughs> I came out all arms and legs like, hello world, this is me. I am ready to start my life. No, but seriously, in 2000, um, I sat on the balcony of my apartment with my parents, you know, waiting for the world to end. It didn't end. I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's a thing. And then I'm pretty sure I started playing Sims, though. I didn't start playing in 2000. I didn't start playing it until we moved to our house. And I think it was still my ninth grade year. Um, I don't remember how I got it. I think we covered this in our first episode as well. I don't remember where it came from. I don't know how it happened. I don't remember any of these things. All members that it happened. The Sims 1 was life-changing for me. I played like video games when I was younger, but then I went like from like 14 to like probably in my early 20s. I really didn't play a lot of video games, like console games, but I played a shit ton of Sims. I had Sims 1. My favorite part of Sims 1, of course, when they starved to death. That's my favorite, favorite part because they got really skinny and um, they walked really slow. <laughs> and they, like, they were just like, uh, just the worst. Yeah. And then they would just like lay on the floor and die. It was the first time it happened. I don't remember why it happened or how I ended up figuring out that you can starve to death. But you could. Okay, let's be real. It wasn't that hard to starve to death in Sims 1. You could just not feed them for two minutes and they would starve to death. The Sims were super fragile in Sims 1. Like, if you, like, when, like, they died. Oh, yeah. Or just hated you. All of those things. So Sims 1, I remember playing it a lot. But Sims 2 is where all of my vivid, vivid memories come into. Because Sims 2, I bought myself. So Sims 2 is where all of my things come in. And then Sims Life Stories... Good old life stories, man. That game was amazing. Sims Life Stories was my jam. I remember playing it in my dorm room when I was in the military on my laptop, just because it was like optimized for laptops too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sims Life Stories was so great. Do y'all y'all played Life Stories, right? Yeah, I played them all. Oh, so great. Technically, I didn't, but my friend had life stories on her laptop because her parents didn't have like a a computer, like a family computer. She just had the family laptop, which I don't understand, but whatever. So uh, they, she only had Sims life stories. So I'd play with her. By play with her, I mean that I would watch and she played. I think that's like a precursor. Like that shows you like the kind of video games that I do now play because it was, you know, following a story in uh, Dragon Age. <laughs> Choo-choo? <laughs> no, we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do it. We're absolutely not gonna talk about the fact that Dragon Age Four is in production right now. And are you shitting uh, me? And I'm I'm also not gonna talk about um, that new Fenris comic that is coming out. So no, we're huh? not gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about that. No choo-choo. We're talking about Sims. Look at that. We the, the trains are to derail, and we put it right back on, guys. I'm so proud. We're good. We're good. To, like, go off, and we're like, no, 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 choo choo. Come back on street. No horrible fiery crash this time. Does that have a safe word? Like he was on track. I think so. No choo choos. No choo choo. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was someone's real safe word, and they're just dying laughing right now? Oh God. Can we get that on a mug? No choo choo. No choo choo. Hashtag no choo-choo on a mug. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then let's just let people wonder. Just have them. It's like, 
Why does your mug say no choo-choo? And in the back of the book, it says Team Cow Plant. It's like, no choo-choo, Team Cow Plant. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, so life stories, though. So that was one of my favorite. Like, I really wish that people talked more about life stories. Like, I feel like everybody's talking about, oh, my gosh, like, I want university because I'm oh, so great. It wasn't that great, guys. Seriously, was not that fucking great. But anyway. Well, life stories was, I don't know, I think it, it was, it was, some kind of way to try and get people who could whose computers couldn't handle like the actual sims 2 into the sims because you had you had the stories part and then you had the free play kind of part as well where it was like it was like the sims 2 but a bit i don't want to say watered down because it still had a lot of stuff in it so it was good for people like who didn't have a lot of time to play or didn't have the machine to handle everything so they could at least get a fix which was nice plus for people who had the sims 2 it was super fun to play as well because it was a different way to play a game that you were used to and also, like, I don't think people understand that when you, if you wavy backwards motion, laptops weren't as, like, fucking heavy duty as they are now. They were just heavy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Desktops had all the power. Laptops were just for, like, business professionals going to type in my office meetings. Yeah, they're basically, like, glorified Palm Pilots, let's be real. Yeah, so, like, The Sims, people had laptops, like, that's why I played Life Story so hard, because when I went into the military, my desktop stayed at, stayed at home. I gave it to my sister. So all I had was my laptop, and The Sims struggled a little bit on my laptop. My laptop was brand new, like, stayed at, like, top of the line. Like, but in Sims 2, I, play, I could play it on there. It was okay, but Life Stories just ran a lot smoother, because my laptop was optimized for gameplay. Like, they didn't have, you know, like, how you have all different kind of ranges of laptops you have now. They didn't really have that then. Guys, this is like 2010. No, no, sorry. This doesn't. That's just doesn't like six, like five and six. This is like many moons ago. So life stories made it so much easier for people like me who no longer had a desktop. I could still play and play. I did, and it was so much fun because like I love The Sims. I really do, but I have a hard time sometimes playing because there's literally like you have to make your own checkpoints. Does that make sense? You have to make your own story progression anything and in life story it gave you a okay do this cool checkpoint do this you know what i mean like he gave you structure as opposed to like you had goals and then in regular sims you your imagination goals i mean it you you had to basically make your own story in your head mm-hmm Whereas life stories, they didn't. They gave you the story. Yeah, no, they gave you the story. And they just gave you these opportunities at which you could go, oh, what? Mm-hmm. And they gave you a pre-made character with a fucking life story. And she had things that she had to do. And side note, guys, if anybody can get me life stories, I would really appreciate it. I feel like they're at, like, thrift stores. Like, if anybody has a way to get me life stories... I may or may not be able to hook you up. Whoa. In a totally legit way. I think I still have, like, a copy... Like, my copy is lying around, and I think a friend of mine still has them lying around, and she doesn't play them anymore, so... let me. See I just I really want them. But anywho, so life stories is, like, my fave. Like, Sims 2, Moronaville. Oh. Veronaville. Veronaville. Good Love. old Veronaville. Love. Yeah. Sims 2, I really think, was... Like, Sims 3 is great, but Sims 2 was fucking peak. Like, they like they put in, like, the worlds. It, when you went to a different world, it was a different storyline. Like, it wasn't just like, I'm going to go to, I can't mention it because we're going to have to take a drink. I'm going to go to a world, and it's just a desert. 
okay, cool, but why is it a desert? Give me a reason. Like, give me something. And then, like, the people in, like, the town, you had the Montagues and the Capulets, that's not what they were called, but they were called that. And, you know, you had them in the town. Like, you had, they already had their, like, little, like, interactions ready to go, so you can go play them, kind of play out the Romeo and Juliet storyline if you wanted to without the murder. Or with the murder. Or with the murder. Whatever. I'm not here to judge. But, I loved Sims 2. And that's why like, people are like, oh, I'm going to go back and play Sims 2. I won't do it. Oh, really? I can't do it because it's like when I went back and watched Power Rangers and I realized it wasn't nearly as cool as it was in my head when I thought when I was a kid. I loved Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, you know, the original OG. And I loved that when I was a kid. And then it came on like Netflix for a little bit. And I was like, I'm going to watch it. And my dude at the time was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And I was like, no, I'm watching it. I love Power Rangers. Some things just don't hold up. All he can hear is like, no. He was like, I told you not to do it. Now it's ruined. It's ruined. I will not go back and play Sims 2 because I don't want it to be ruined. Honestly, though, I went back and played Sims 2 earlier this year and it held up. It really does. I mean, how hideous they look. Not Bella Goth, but everyone else. I'm looking at you, Don Lothario. Everyone else. I don't like the, you know, all their faces are kind of the same. I don't love the cast, obviously, but like, I mean, hello, it's not that big of a deal. But the Ikea furniture, the cool modern houses, the really big mansion. You can get some really good CC for Sims 2 that makes them look better than 3. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. There's some really good outfits, CC. Well, I went back to Sims 3 and I couldn't take it. Oh, yeah. The graphics. I couldn't take the graphics of Sims 3. Like, I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I still live 3. I'm going to die on this hill. I still live 3. I mean, your hill is populated by you. No, no. She, let's be real. She's not the only one on that hill. It's pretty crowded. There are so many people. Like, there are some of us. I have quite a few people in my life who are like, could you guys please talk about Sims 3 more on your podcast? Because I don't play Sims 4. It's not relevant to me. I have people telling me that. And I'm like, really? Like, it's been out for five years, though. But hey, you know, do what you got to do. These are my people. Listen, people, I hear you. This is for you. We're going to talk about Sims 3 because I just can pick another random question here now. And what's your favorite installment of the Sims series and why? I'll go first. It's the Sims 3. Fight me. Side note, guys, I'm sorry, but um, Mars? Uh-huh. Yeah, drink. Take a drink. Oh, no! No! <laughs> no! I wasn't going to be the one to do it. Oh. You did. You did, though. All right. I like the... I think I did that was- <laughs> So what was your favorite installment of The Sims and why? I think I went over mine. Hello, Life Stories. But um, Yeah, Life Stories. For me, it was three. I loved it. I still love it. I don't know why. I think it's because it had the most stuff to do. And it like every single expansion that came out, it was good. It was complete. It had so many things to do. Each neighborhood was filled. It took its theme and it stuck to it and it did it so well. And it was just, it, it was great. It's still my favorite. I still love it. I can play Sims 3 Supernatural until the end of time. It was such a good pack. And I just love the whole open world. You could go for a walk. You could go explore and things would be happening. And you'd be walking around and going like, oh, what's her face and what's his nuts are hooking up. Oh, God, that's great. And then a couple days later, you'd be walking around town and, oh, look, that's what's her face. Oh, my God, she's pregnant. And then a little while later, you'd get this pop up going like, what's his nuts and what's her face are fighting outside the grocery store. And then even later, they'd be divorced. It's just 
it kept going and it felt like shit was happening and it was so much fun. I pumped so many hours in Sims 3 and I regret not a single minute of it. Could have done without Error 12. Error 12 was unfortunate. What's Error 12? It was a save error. So basically you would be playing a game file, a save file for a while, and all of a sudden you'd go to save and you would get an error pop up uh, saying error 12. And after much, much technical Googling, basically what it came down to was when you save, you basically you are moving little packets of data from one folder to another. And somewhere between grabbing the packet of data from one folder and turning around and trying to put it in the other folder, it would lose its way and going like, I, I don't I don't know what I don't know where to put this. I don't know what to do with it. I guess I'll just keep holding it. And then you could and then you couldn't save anymore. And that was error twelve. You basically could not save. There was a fix for it, and Roz was an amazing modder. He made so, so many amazing mods for The Sims 3 that basically fixed the game where EA should have been the ones to do that, but we had to rely on third-party mods. There there was a... I think it was there, there was this Overwatch mod... There was a mod that deleted cars and bicycles and stereos out of townies' inventories, which made the game run smoother because that would, like, every time they would have to move from, like, point A to point B, they would spawn a new vehicle to travel with. And then when they were done, it would go into their inventory and they and then they had to move again and they'd spawn a new car and then that would go into their inventory. And I think it was his, over, his Overwatch mod actually just cleared out their inventories every night at 3 a.m. So every night at 3 a.m. my game would sort of like freeze for a couple seconds and then it would run smoothly again because he just cleared all of the townies' inventories and seriously, Enraz was just the greatest modder for Sims 3. I remember there was one time where I had my Sim random marry a random townie and it was like a couple of generations in and he literally had five cars in his inventory like something crazy like that and i was like what the hell why are there so many cars in this guy's inventory and and what also happened in sims 3 was if you turned on a stereo or a tv they would not automatically switch off so these townies would be turning on stereos and tvs and the like but then they would not turn them off and then all around town you'd have tvs and stereos playing which really bogged the game down as well so that's another thing it was the Overwatch mod that did that. They did that as well. Like every night, 3 a.m., turn off TVs, turn off stereos, clear out inventories, just all this, just, you know, check it to see if there were any Sims that were trapped somewhere because they had routing issues. Like it, it really it basically fixed all of the bugs that were in the game. It, it was a little workaround because EA wasn't fixing it. So somebody had to, and that was Enroz and he was a hero. I had no idea that that existed. I wasn't really into mods at the time. Oh, I didn't get into mods until currently. So, well, yeah, me too. I just, I barely got into like, I did CC and stuff in three, and a lot of my CC was from like the store. Not not CC, but you know what I mean? Like, oh, you bought content from the store. Yeah. And then I would get actual CC. I started getting into that pretty much later. And then I got really mad because for some reason it like disappeared out of my folders. And it would not. I was like, really? Yeah, like because you, you know how you had to like read, you had to like upload them all on that little like, weird launch thing. You'd like up make sure that make sure they're all like uploaded into your game or whatever every time. Like not every time, but like periodically or whatever. Yeah, the launcher. I missed I miss the launch panel, by the way. 
Oh my god, I so missed the launch panel. I wish that they brought that back because sorting through CC sucks currently. I, I wish it was on one little file. And I legitimately hate um, I hate having to go everything through Origin. The only good thing about Origin is the fact that all of my games are saved on there. Yeah, that's a huge thing. I've done it before where like I've taken my laptop like on vacation or something and like to a hotel where I don't want to like log into the internet or whatever. And I literally forgot to like update or whatever or log into origin before i brought my laptop you know so i can't use the internet to like log into origin so that i just can't play so it's like my laptop's useless you know like i don't like that i literally have to like start origin make sure the game is running offline fine then bring my laptop and you know no i can play without the internet and that was in The Sims 3, too. I feel like it was more an issue in The Sims 3, but I've heard that, too, that people are, like, not happy about that, that they have to have internet access. Because, like, what if it's a kid who isn't allowed to have access to the internet or whatever, but they're allowed to play games on a laptop, but they can't have access to internet? Well, then they can't play games. Or, like, or an adult who has their internet turned off for a week because of various reasons. There was a whole thing about that as well when their new SimCity launched, because that was a thing that you you had to be always online. And I th- there was, ugh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but on launch, there were server issues. So basically people had pre-ordered or bought this game and then they couldn't play it because there were server issues and they, because you had to be yep. online to play it. And as, as long as that shit wasn't fixed, they couldn't play it. That was a, a pretty big blow for uh, EA at that moment as well. That was almost as bad as the Securom debacle, but we're not going to go into that. <laughs> But I think it was around the same time, or at least, no, not around the same time. That was Dragon Age 2, but they were still kind of like reeling from that. I do not think that you should have to be online to play a game. And like, I get needing to update or whatever, because everything is updated constantly now. But like, just to play the game, you should not have to be online. You shouldn't have to be online. That's crazy. So with Sims 3, it's true that you can't play every expansion pack, right? You have to choose expansion pack? No, no, you can play them all. No, you know, you, you can switch some of them off. That's going back to the launcher. You can turn them off willy-nilly if you want. You can activate and deactivate them in the launcher. Um, so if you're like, uh, I don't really feel like having to deal with any of the robots or future stuff. I'm just going to turn off into the future for this playthrough. You can. Or you, you bought the Showtime expansion where you're like, ah, I don't really play this. I don't really like it. So I'm just going to switch this off because I don't want all these flying V's coffee houses in all my neighborhoods. I'm just going to turn that off. You can, you can do, you can do that. Okay. But if your computer is beefy enough, you can play all of them. You can, but even the beefier computers had some issues because especially near the end of the series, because you had so many expansion packs and stuff packs and all of the store content, like at some point there was just so much content. I timed it once, and when I was in CAS, switching from one outfit category to another, like just from like tops to bottoms for everything to load, took almost four minutes. Wow. What? In the meantime, you just sat there and you waited and you couldn't scroll down because everything else was still loading. So I always made sure that I had something like some knitting or crocheting or something else with me that I could do to wait. <laughs> like, I always spend an obscene amount of time in CAS actually like designing Sims. But in The Sims 3, near the end of the series, I, I spent an obscene amount of time in CAS because I had to. Yes. Because it was loading. Like, you're so scared that it 
Was it going to load? Yeah. And then you had just so much CC. Even if you had, if you didn't have CC, it was just like store content. If you had all of like the official store content and stuff, even while building, it would take ages for shit to load because you had so much stuff. I had so many clutter items. It took me minutes just to get my clutter items to load. And then trying to find something in that mess was just... Oh, yeah. And I remember like sometimes only the store content would load. Like not even the content that you had purchased. Fortunately, you could filter. Oh, okay. Which was good. And if you normally, if you applied the filter to one category, it would normally do that for everything. I was almost going to say something, but I'm not going to because we're not talking about that one. <laughs> yeah, if you applied it to every category, normally it's stuck. I just think that with Sims 3, I think it holds a special place in a lot of people's heart just because of the fact that, you know, it was so expansive. You know what I mean? It was so, like, you could do a lot of stuff. And I think a lot of people have, I know I've mentioned this before, but they have, like, high school syndrome. You know, like, when you get out of high school and, like, years have passed and you look back on it and you're like, oh, that was such a good time. You don't remember that it actually wasn't that good of a time. It wasn't, no. But all your brain can remember is the good stuff. But you know what I mean? Like, it just kind of, like, puts a rosy tint on it. Yes. Especially if you were, like, on the football team or on the dance team or a cheerleader and you had that camaraderie. That's the thing with high school. If you didn't have a group that you belonged to, high school fucking sucked. But if you had a group, especially like a cheerleader group or a sports team group, like a volleyball or whatever, lacrosse, like you felt like you belonged. You had a group of people behind your back. You didn't feel totally alone. So that is going to change how you perceive Hashtag theater kid. Oh, yeah. Or exactly. Or theater kid. Hashtag theater yeah. kid. For sure. You had a group. I We didn't have those uh, after school curricular activities. Uh, so uh, I, I'm sure I'll take your word for it. You didn't have theater? No. God, no. Weird. Weird. <laughs> oh, oh, vanity. They actually went home and spent time with their family and ate proper meals and did do homework for 10 hours after school. That's why they didn't have theater. Uh, well, we did have homework, but not an obscene amount like you guys do. That's true. Yeah, I felt so bad for the sports kids because if they had like a, you know, a big practice or whatever, they would literally be practicing till what, five, six, then have to go home and do all their homework. I had some friends that were on sports and like, oh yeah, I was up to like two o'clock doing all the homework for all my classes. And then I had to be up at, you know, six to go to practice for the other sports I do or for the same sports. That's not healthy though. Yeah. And that was when I was in high school. So it's probably worse now. Choo choo. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you, you're right. You're absolutely right. It is like nostalgia is a, a big part of it. It is because like I, I love Sims 3, don't get me wrong. I love that I can be a witch and hop in my little broom and like zoom around the town. However, I do greatly remember the shitty parts of it. Oh, everybody does. But and, and they talk about like, oh, it's, it's, I'm like, it's great. Sims 3 was great. But I think as you move forward, you have to realize what the crappy parts of it were, what, what went wrong or what didn't work very well. And when you move forward, you don't do it again. But then when people get mad because like, oh, well, I don't have this now. And I'm like, well, that's the point. You don't have it because it didn't work very well. Exactly. Like, that's why it's no longer there. Yeah. I know people are dying on the color wheel hill. I do miss that. But at the same time, I actually don't. Because if if you remember correctly, the color wheel absolutely sucked for hair. 
because it you it was really hard to find and if you wanted a natural hairstyle it was really hard to find the perfect shade of blonde or brown or red without making it look cartoonish i really struggled with that i actually didn't use the color wheel for hair and even rarely with clothes because i felt like the colors were always so like vibrant and i wanted something more muted and if you added you know like brought it more towards black and more towards white it didn't necessarily make it like a super good pastel or, or just a muted version like i don't want a neon red i just want like a muted red and i it was very hard to do that so for me personally i honestly don't miss the color wheel because it was that was all my time in cast was just you know messing with it and the presets were all ugly and very bright and vibrant and were not natural looking at all I only miss the randomization of the, like, stuff. Like, when you were in, like, your couch, you'd press a little random button and it would, like, make a different, make, you know, make a different pattern or a different color. I miss that. Yeah, I mean, swatches, I miss. I, I definitely think that, you know, swatches, I mean, same with Sims 2, there wasn't a ton of swatches. I, I mean, personally for me, I think I'm always just going to be a CC person because I can't expect that from Maxis and EA. We, we have low standards for EA. Well, not even low standards, but... They are not going to be able to tailor this game to every individual person. And I have a very specific style that I like that a lot of people don't probably. So I'm never going to put that on a game to say, well, you can only have the furniture that I think is good. So I think that's why I'm always just going to be a CC person because I'm not putting that expectation on any game or any person. You know what I mean? Like they have to make it for everybody. I agree. So we've all said that, you know, like Ava's versus Sims 3, mine is still Life Stories. What was your favorite one, Marissa? Oh, probably Sims 2. I loved the story and the background and the the drama, you know, and I loved that when you started a neighborhood, it felt like you were in the middle of a story and it was up to you to kind of play out the storyline. I like that and I really miss that currently. I feel like that's what it should be. And maybe have one neighborhood that's pretty empty. Uh, I mean, hey, we can talk about Sims 5, right? Sims 5 isn't a thing. But maybe have one neighborhood that's empty and you totally customize. But I liked just kind of getting into the thick of things and the memories, going through all the townies' memories and seeing how they connect. That was so fun. Just going like, oh, so-and-so wet his bed once. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. Or like, oh, so-and-so was an absent mother. Ooh, you know? <laughs> Right. But I did not like The Sims 3 memories, which is like, you know, so-and-so ate a garden salad. They'll always remember how healthy they felt. It's like, get the fuck out of kept popping up and you're like, stop it. So I saw the one of the questions that Ava wrote down to ask is, do you have someone to share your obsession besides us? Uh, uh, you know what? I actually have a really cute story. Okay, so my brother met my sister-in-law at a church that we all went to and they were they're both about like six years older than me so one day I don't remember she came over to our house I think like a bunch of his friends came over to the house and I was playing sims 2 on my laptop and she is a total gamer and she kind of came up to me and was like oh um what are you playing I'm like oh, I'm playing sims 2 and she's like oh I love sims 2 it's so fun and she was dating someone else she wasn't dating my brother at the time and I remember that Sunday at church I was like so embarrassed to talk to her because I really wanted to tell her about like a new sims expansion or something so I went up to her all shy I'm like oh did you hear about the sims thing she's like oh I did and we like chatted for oh my gosh probably an hour after church and then when she started dating my brother we would literally like she would bring her laptop and we'd sit on the couch 
couch, my poor brother, and we would just be playing Sims together and like talking to each other and totally bonding. My brother's just sitting on the other end of the couch like, my girlfriend isn't talking to me. He's just hanging out with my sister. So we like totally bonded, totally became really like close from that. And we still like, she'll text me about Sims and we'll talk about it and stuff like that. Yeah. So cute. She has kids now, so it's harder for her to play. But yeah, it was, it's definitely been her, probably only her. I mean, that one friend, I did play with my Sims with my friends when we were all younger, but like they all stopped and they're like, oh, you still play Sims? Oh, cool. It's like, yes, I still play Sims. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? My best friend, when we lived together, I had um, Sims 3 on my desktop, which was in the office, and she saw it one day, and she was like, oh my god, I forgot about The Sims, and she went on a deep dive, like, she made, like, she had a whole, like, her own save file, like, she was just in it, and I think she bought it for herself, it's on her laptop, but I don't think she, she, I don't think she plays as much anymore, but, you know, she's a nurse, she got nurse things to do. Um, I don't think she plays as much anymore, but for a while I had a person to play with and that was nice. But now I just have to live vicariously through, you know, you guys. I have you guys to share it with. Same. Yeah. And my sister-in-law lives in another state. So like, we can't really like talk about it. You know what I mean? Like it's, if we're going to text each other, it's not going to be about Sims. You know, it's going to be about life stuff. So yeah. I don't know. What about you, Ava? Uh, for me, it's actually the person who introduced me to the Sims, which is my friend, Natalie. Hey, Nats. She's not listening. She has things to do. Oh. I should probably tell her to listen, though, because she got plenty of shoutouts by now. But she introduced me to The Sims because I went over to her, her house and she was playing it. And I was like, what are you playing? This looks like fun. And she was like, girl, let me show you something. And I got so into it. Absolutely loved it. And a funny story. I will never forget how I actually came about the game. I was walking through town with my parents and they were looking at some store, I can't remember what, and I sort of like wandered over to the toy store, which was clo- which was in the same like street of stores. And I saw the Sims base game with Live and Large. So it was, it was the base game in the first expansion. And I saw that there and I was like, oh my God. And it's super cheap. It was like 10 euros or something. I was like, what the hell is going on? I need this game. And I was just like, I had it in my hands and I just, and I just glanced over and I saw my dad and I don't know why I did the thing I did, but I was a kid. So I just sort of like, I glanced over and I saw him and I just sort of like stood in his path with my hand out while looking at the box, just in case someone would snatch it up before me. And I was like, he's going to walk into my hand and I'm going to tell him to buy that for me. And I feel him walk into my hand and then I look up and go like, dad, buy me this. And there's this perfect stranger standing in front of me looking at me going like, girl, what the fuck? (laughs) I was like, I don't know you. You're wearing the same shirt as my dad. Oh, no. (laughs) And he just looked at me and was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, sir. And my dad just walked up behind him going like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you asking strangers to buy you things? (laughs) Daddy, where'd you go? Daddy, come back. Stop. You're not my dad. Dad, dad. Yeah. But then I was like, I'm really sorry, but I did that. I saw this thing and I really wanted it. And daddy, could you buy it for me, please? I can't remember what I did to convince him to buy it for me, but he bought it for me. That's so cute. Yeah, and then I just immediately took it home. And that was back in the day when we had a computer room because we only had one family computer. Instead of, you know, my dad has computer and me my computer. No, we had the family computer. And I just ran upstairs and I installed it and I played all day and that was it. I was basically, I just lived in that computer room since then. 
And then I just I just had Natalie and me. We were just every time we'd like get together, it was like, oh my god, and Sims, did you do this? Oh my god, did you did you do that? And she like taught me what Rosebud was and uh, we just told each other about our stories. And then when the expansions came out, what we do is we we would go into town and we would go and buy it. And then we would go back to my place because I was then in high school and I had the house key and, you know, latchkey kid. So we would go buy it. We would then go to my house and we always got cans of iced tea, Lipton iced tea and Krakenuts. What the hell's a Krakenut? It's kind of like a peanut with like a crunchy kind of coating around it with like paprika or barbecue flavor or whatever you want. I'll send you a link later just to show you what Krakenuts are. They're delicious. But basically they're they're snacks. So we got iced tea and Krakenuts and that was our Sims food. And then we just, she would stay over and we would play the Sims the whole day and the rest of the evening. We would just play Sims. Like that was our thing. Like me and Natalie playing Sims. It was the same when Sims 2 came out. We were so excited. We were just basically sitting in school. I had it pre-ordered and on the inside of my binder that kept all my you know notes and stuff together i um your sims notes yeah my sims notes no my school notes um i'd made a a calendar like a little calendar marking off the amount of days until the sims 2 released oh my gosh Every uh, every day we had, like, when we had a class where we were sitting next to each other, the first thing we'd do is, like, I'd whip out my binder and we'd cross off another day. And, uh, yeah, it was super fun. Unfortunately, that was only up until the end of Sims 2 because when Sims 3 was out, that was the summer that I was moving to Scotland. And, obviously, you know, she wasn't coming with me. So I got a new laptop and everything, installed The Sims 3 on it, and then just whenever it was new expansion time, I would text her going like, did you see this expansion? Can't wait. Look at what's going to happen. Oh my god, were you excited for? So... I always kept in touch with her about The Sims. Like, we're still in touch. We're still friends. I was like, what happened? (laughs) And every time we get together, I still ask her, like, do you still play Sims? And she hasn't really had the time because, you know, she's got a kid and stuff. So, you know. But we we do always go like, oh, you remember when we used to do this? I oh, remember back when we played Sims 2 on your old computer and it would take like half an hour for the game to save and we'd be lying in bed just look, looking up every five minutes going, nope, still saving. <laughs> nope, still saving. <laughs> so we have a lot of fond memories of that game. And honestly, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for her. So Aww. right here talking t- talking to you on this podcast. Yeah, I wouldn't be on this podcast if it wasn't for her because she introduced me to this game that is now such an important part of my life. I like that. Guys, we've been talking for like 75 hours or an actual hour. An actual hour. An actual hour. I had so many more questions. You did. I'm sorry, but literally you're talking to Team Hydrate. What do you want from us? Okay. True. Do you see yourself sticking with the series the way it's going now? You know, there's been a lot of, and this obviously hopefully will be blown over by the time this episode gets posted, but there's been a lot of people having issues with the current Sims and the way it's going and their issues with it through various means of hashtags and things on Twitter, which I'm sure you guys all know I'm talking about if you're in the community. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to say the hashtag because it's kind of problematic, I personally think. But, um, you know, people have a lot of issues. You know, we... You listening to this episode, there's 100%, probably five things that you can name off the top of your head, probably 20 things you can name off the top of your head that isn't in the current Sims that you want to be. And that was in previous Sims that, you know, we are all loving and reminiscing about. And so obviously we have the podcast, so I'm sticking with the Sims. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're stuck. We're, we're stuck. We're here. We're here for you guys. So we'll tell you what's going on. But there is slightly, slightly, slightly part of me that doesn't know if I would stick with The Sims if it wasn't for the podcast. Because when before we started the podcast, when I was living in California, I didn't play The Sims. And I was going through a really hard time in my life at that point. So that's a separate story. But um, I didn't play. It wasn't until we moved out here and I didn't have any friends to talk to or whatever that I started playing Sims, obviously, and reaching out to the Sims community. Because that was just, I think it's like, that's where I feel comfortable. I've been in the Sims community for, you know, 19 years now. You know, this that's where I know I'm going to find like-minded people. So that's just my first thought to reach out to the Sims community for, you know, social and for community and friendship and stuff. But if we didn't move out here and I still had all my friends around me, you know, I don't know if I would stick with the series. I just don't know if I'd have the time, frankly, to, to stick with the series, uh, especially when it is so lacking currently. So I have really high, which I probably shouldn't, but I do have high hopes for Sims 5. I do hope that... You know, with all of this controversy that The Sims team is going on, I hope that they kind of take that seriously and kind of stop, you know, nickel and diving us. I'm pretty sure The Sims team knows, but it's the high overlords that need to get their fucking shit together and not just for The Sims. It's an EA problem and it's been an EA problem for a while and it's EA that needs to do something to fix it because the devs are doing the best they can with what they have and with what EA will let them do. So I, I I do hope that that they do learn. Yeah, I mean, especially with this hashtag going around, that's bad PR. At the end of the day, it's bad PR. It's bad for the company. It's bad for sales. You know, it's bad for everybody. And at the end of the day, you're not going to have a successful franchise if the majority of people are unhappy. And I know that a lot of companies just stick with like the silent people who just buy everything, who are quiet online, and they ignore the vocal minority. But at this point, it's becoming majority of people are unhappy. You know, with every launch, if you have a huge backlash and a huge issue from people, like, I'm not talking a few people, oh, I wish it was this. I'm talking about having major bug issues, major issues with how the game is run, or they launch a game and then 10 things break in another game. You know what I mean? Like, those are huge issues that they need to figure out for the next iteration of the game or else they're not. And for the first time ever, they might actually have like genuine competition this time if Paralives takes off. Yes, and we haven't really talked about Paralives, but when Paralives launches, I mean, I joined the Discord for about five seconds just because I was curious. There are hundreds of people, maybe even more. This was like months ago that I joined it. I had to unfollow it. I'm so sorry, creator of Paralives, if you're listening for some reason. I really support you. I want to buy your game. I think their name is Alan. But I had to stop the Discord because it was, one... Constantly pinging? Constantly pinging. I love our patrons, and I want our patrons to be my priority. So... With the Paralives one, it was constant hundreds of people talking about what they wish for Paralives and talking about all this stuff. So there is a lot of people who are very invested in getting this game out, uh, you know, sooner rather than later. You know, and with Paralives, that's going to inspire, especially because it's on Steam. So that's going to inspire other people to start messing around with life simulation games. And frankly, it's about time. Sims has owned this market for basically 20 years now. 
it's about time somebody came out and kind of stepped on toes a little bit. So I'm glad that it's happening. Yep, absolutely. I honestly, if it hadn't been for this podcast, I would not have continued with The Sims. I was ready to give up on it. But then this podcast happened and I kind of like got into it again. Maybe it's because I have more people to share it with now. But I was ready to give up on The Sims, which is a shame because this series means so much to me. I mean, it was always there for me when, when nothing else could make me smile. And I've invested so much of my time, energy, and emotional well-being into the series. I would hate to say goodbye, but the way it's been going, I don't know. I'm just... There's a point where you have to say enough is enough, and you have to send a message with your wallet, unfortunately. That's the only way that we can talk, really. We can talk on Twitter, we can talk on Facebook, we can email the customer support team, but that's not going to do anything, really. It's not going to change EA's perspective, because EA speaks in money. So I think that that's another big thing. Not that we are telling you to not support the game, because obviously that's what this podcast depends on, (laughs) but not that we're sponsored by them or anything. But if you truly, truly are sitting here listening and saying, I do not like how this is going, you got to talk with your wallet. At the end of the day, that's it. Unfortunately, EA does have the tendency to uh, drop their franchises as soon as they stop making the money. They're just go, oh, well, guess we'll guess nobody likes this anymore. Guess we'll stop making it instead of going, no, we're going to invest more time and money into making it great or better. However, though, this game has been like kind of their bread and butter for a while. So I don't think they'll just like drop it like a hot potato. They have another company, Maxis. Wouldn't Maxis just take it over? If it's genuinely not making them money when they just sell their shares or whatever to Maxis and just let Maxis take it back. But Max is not Max's Maxis anymore. They're part of EA now. Yeah, they're part of EA now, so. They are to EA like what Bioware is to EA. It's just, I think they'd have to be able to basically, they're not a publisher. Like, Maxis aren't publishers. They're studios. They're, they create the games. They don't publish them. I see. Okay. That's what EA does. I see. Okay. Well, we'll just have to see, honestly. If if Sims 5 is a huge disappointment, like how Sims 4 started, then honestly, I think they they have a sunking, uh, sinking ship on their hands. Honestly. I've heard that so much online where people are like, if we don't get pools and toddlers in Sims 5, I'm fucking quitting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. That was that was a very rough start. When I saw that, I was like, ooh. This is going to be interesting. And it was. It's been a ride, guys. It's been a ride. By the way, guys, we mentioned um, that a lot. So go ahead and drink because that was not supposed to be the point of this. Yeah, no, just just going to empty my bottle here. Sims has been a part of my life for the whole time, for 20 years. And um, I leave it and come back to it a lot. Like um, this podcast has, of course, made me come back to it way more than I normally would have. But I go and I do, you know, go through spurts of the fact that I think I played, like I said, Sims 2 a lot more and Life Stories a lot more because I like games that are story driven. And I, I get a little overwhelmed in open world, kind of like too much to do and not enough structure. And that's why I liked Sims 2 because it, it, you know you followed your storyline kind of a deal. You had like your backstory and you kind of followed their life that way. And then that was where I think a lot of in the current rendition kind of fell off. And I started playing my console games a lot more just because they had what I wanted. So I think if Sims, if the next the next installation of Sims could bring back 
just I'm not saying bring back all of what Sims 2 was because I mean there were shitty parts of it as well I'm saying bring back kind of like the core of what they started out with you know like you know bring back some of some of that you know what I mean or bring back some inclination of that I think mm-hmm. that as long as you do that I think I'll be okay um I, I will never leave this game completely it's just it's too much of me and it has got, it has gotten me through so many times in my life where I felt like I had no friends and nobody to talk to and nothing to do so it's it, it holds a very special piece in my heart and I can't give it up completely but I can step away for a little bit if that's the case but unfortunately or fortunately whatever because we are putting out this content for yeah peeps we kind of have to keep ourselves in it a little bit I know all of us here are happy to do that I feel bad saying this. I'm saying that if I was you, if I was a listener, I would be like, you know what? I'm going to let them do it. I won't buy the expansion packs. I'll play when I play. I'll let these people get the expansion packs, play, and tell me what things are worth it. I think we have a very unique like little corner on the, I don't know, marketing of podcasts right now. Because I do feel like so many people are kind of done with the series. And that's like what you hear constantly. Like, is this worth it? Should I even bother buying this? Is this going to give me good content? And we get a lot of people who say, I waited until you reviewed it. Yes, to buy it. Because I wanted to know honest opinions. Because we're not sponsored. We're not, We none of us, we all buy everything with our own money, you know? So we, and if we have time, we're all grown ass adults with jobs and families. And some of us has kids. It's like, if we have time to sit and play this game and think it's worth it, then it's worth it. And if we spend 10 bucks on a high fashion stuff pack that only has like five shirts and three dresses, then you are going to hear us be salty about it. And even if it's worth it for you and we're like, that's some bullshit. And you're like, well, but I like this. You know, you're able to make a better informed decision. Like I almost bought that freaking mosquito stuff pack because I was so caught up in like the glamour and like all the trailers. And then when I heard you guys talk about it or the whoever talked about it, I was like, okay, never mind. Fuck that. Like I'm not buying it. Okay. So I think we should wrap it up a little bit. We have been talking for 80 million years. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, we have. I am the queen of exaggerations. So it hasn't really been 80 million years, but it's been pretty close. And we'll edit. We'll edit. I'm sure it won't be that bad. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's a good one. I feel like like we've got a lot of good stuff in here. Um, So we're going to transition into our um, What Just Happened segment. Hey, Mars, you want to read that one? Yeah. All right. So do I just say... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, So Megan, reach out to us on our email. Sorry, we're getting to it a little bit late, Megan. Sorry, but here we go. Um, So Megan says, uh, yeah, girl, I do have some fails. Here's some of my recent highlights from Sims 4. I'll take a drink after I read this email. Okay, long, generation game, letting my lady be loose. Then she found the perfect guy, a cute AF elder, dapper and handsome. He was un... He was an unflirty challenge, but I finally proposed, and he died from too much shagging. Whoops. And then I thought, well, screw it. I'll romance a grim reaper. Make him my reaper daddy. Turns out that reaper daddy. And I couldn't even kiss the king of death. Explanation points. So I waited around for dead elder's ghost to turn up, and I was all set now on a ghost baby. Turns out that's not a thing. Then my, nope, that's three. <laughs> then my lady aged up into an elder, and I had to use her annoying sister to continue with the bloodline. Ugh, learn from my mistakes. 
Short, I collected all the things, put them safely in a chest in my house, moved houses, kept furniture and all collectibles, gone, chest empty, rip. Anyway, keep up the good work. I'm going to go sit now, Megan. Megan, you're hilarious and I love you. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and it's funny because those things used to be things in other Sims games, but they are not for the current Sims and Sims 4. So it is funny when you are like, wait, what? It's not a thing anymore? Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah you, the, there's been so many different installa- install- installations in the series. You're just like, wait, was this, wh- which one was this again? Mm-hmm. Oh, this was Sims 3. Oh, damn it. Oh, wait, that was Sims 2. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, all of it. That is all stuff that I tried to do when Sims 4 came out <laughs> and none of it worked. And I was very sad. Well, actually, you were able to have a romance with the Reaper when it first came out. That was patched later. But um, yeah, anyway. For some yeah, reason. Yeah, why did they patch that? Weren't you able to romance pretty much every Grim Reaper except for one? Like, why would they patch it? So weird. So our friendly neighborhood editor told us that told us that we can you can cheat you add them to household and then you can romance them all you would like you can have little reaper babies. So how you do that is you do shift control or control uh shift control C to open the cheat bar. You do um testing cheats true enable testing cheats enable true or yeah mm-hmm. whatever like the cheat turning treats on cheat is i forget at the moment and then once the cheats are turned on you right click him um and it'll say add to family and you add grim reaper to family and basically what that does is is it spawns a new grim reaper and it makes this grim reaper a sim so he's not technically the grim reaper anymore but he is so that's what you do <laughs> <laughs> same thing with patchy same thing with like pretty much any sim you just father winter add them. That well father winter you can romance he's just a regular sim you don't have to add yeah. him to family yep yeah man i found that out the hard way i was like you know this girl living in a very tiny little uh cottage she has a cat goes out for a wander it's fine Oh look, Father Winter. I've never had his baby before. You know what? Just just the one. Just the one. Fucking three. Yeah, he and he's like ready. Like I don't mean to be like gross or anything, but he is ready. If there's a single young sim in that household, he will you just literally have to like do a flirty introduction and you have like almost half romance with him. Like he is ready to lay down some Christmas spirit, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Ew, he spreads he spreads his Christmas cheer. <laughs> All right. So um in the future, coming up. There's, coming there's up the jingle on... bells pun in there somewhere, but I <laughs> please don't. <laughs> so anyway, uh coming up on the plum bomb, uh Llama will be doing spooky Halloween. It's actually spooky, but I like saying spooky. Um Halloween. They have a great episode coming out right after Halloweeny about all things that go bump in the night. Ghosts and spirits. Ooh. That was my spirit voice, guys. Yep. So is this in the yep. game or is this in real life? Should we do like a scary have- real life story or what? I don't know. Ooh. That's up to Lama. Um, then we're going to come back with um, the long-awaited part of get together all about them clubs yo um because this wasn't supposed to be a part two but we kind of sort of 
got maybe said that we would and we yeah. had and then because it was telling me too much yeah yeah we did tell, we, yeah. we made that decision while we were talking about it As and, and we got <laughs> we got some feedback about how we were really salty about our part twos yeah. so sorry about that sorry about that and it's funny because we've been promising like a clubs episode for like months now and just yeah we kind of suck sorry we're doing a club episode <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> All right. So if you want to keep up with us, um, the social medias, guys, we're on all of them. We are on Plum Bobcast on Instagram and Twitter. Plum Bob Podcast on Reddit. Under the Plum Bob Podcast on Facebook and Tumblr. We have a website, under the plumbob.com. And you can con- do the contact form or you can just email us if you want to under the Plum Bob Podcast at gmail.com. That's what you want to hear all of your fails, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You want all of your fails to be there. Um, oh, I totally forgot that we had shout outs. So I'm going to finish our plugs and do our shout outs because I forgot. Mm-hmm. My bad. Anyway, so um, we're on Twitch and YouTube. We do, uh, we're under the Plum Bob podcast. We have a weekly twi- Twitch Twitch stream <laughs> that starts at 11.30 a.m. Eastern U.S. time, so figure that out wherever the hell you are. I hate time zones. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, we are also on the Pandora app, which I didn't realize that, but we're on there. Um, you can rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play, and Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, please do that. Please um, rate and review, especially as on iTunes. I guess that's really important for some reason because Apple owns the world. Please do that. Please and thank you. Um, we also have a Patreon. Patreon. And if you don't have to join it, if you don't want to, we are still going to keep our content free, free, free. But if you want to, like, donate to us to help us keep the lights on, but also because you want to talk to us, like, in our cool little Discord chat, you can. Um, so find us on Patreon. We also have merch. So buy that while you can get that mug. We're going to try to see if we can do that. Um, our little hashtag, what was it, choo-choo? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, anyway. No choo-choo. No, no choo-choo. No choo-choo. <laughs> um, and yeah, so thanks to Sims community. We, uh, um, in the Sims um, wiki, we used a lot of that for this. Um, and like that. plain old Wikipedia. I literally like, pulled those up to uh, see all the different expansion packs. <laughs> True. Um, we have some shout outs real quick. Uh, Leslie on Facebook, she commented uh, on the Seven Toddlers episode share. And she said, least favorite challenge, but definitely a favorite episode. <laughs> Hashtag agree. Yeah. <laughs> Just the salt. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed the episode, Leslie. That makes one of us. Fucking that challenge. That still makes me laugh when I listen to the episode. Just Ava with a heavy sigh, just like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, also, that, that was that was not a good day. Yeah, um, we have a fellow Texan. Hey, Ash from Texas. What up, girl? Um, or boy, I don't know. They said. I found Under the Plum Bob podcast about a month ago and just finished racing my way through the catalog. These girls are so relatable and funny. It is great to finally belong to a community that loves The Sims as much as I do. Shout out to Marissa, who is my spirit animal and would be my in real life BFF. Oh, Ash. That's so sweet. Ash. Oh my gosh. You're great. You're great. 
that, that makes me laugh. Like when I saw that, I literally got a little like misty eyed. I'm like, stop. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. So Ash, get on you. Not you, Ash. Uh, me. Vanity's calling me ridiculous. Don't you talk about my Ash that way. I can't call a fellow Texan ridiculous. No. Are you kidding me? Um but uh oh yeah. And as always, thank you, Carl. Still love you. And hearts. Hearts. You can actually listen to Carl now. He yeah. does YouTube videos now. I know. Isn't that so special? I oh, feel special Carl. every time. Like like He's talking so to great. me. He He's is. So he is vanity. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marissa's thanks. Thanks, Tim. And Ash. Thanks, Tim. Should I throw Ash in the oh. mix? Ash oh, I think, so, I think you should throw your BFF Ash in the mix. Ash and Tim. Yep. Yeah, Tim and Ash. Tim and Ash. Ash and Tim. <laughs> theme song. Can I like? Do I just, am I just going to end up with like all these best friends <laughs> for some reason? <laughs> Shout out! No, I love it. Like the fact, that, the fact that someone wants to be my in real life BFF makes me smile. No. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it, guys. Yeah, we rambled on enough for you. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs> How was that train ride, guys? Choo -choo. We, did our best. we all are bursting. We got we we got through like two or three questions of the like ten that I'd written down. So <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll do. I'm sure Team Llama will want to do something like this anyway. So, or we'll just you know come back to it. Who knows? Maybe maybe at some point we'll, we'll see. Maybe we'll see. But for now, guys, I think it's time. It's time to go back to the real world. Yeah, I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, bye. 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 Bye.